All right, welcome everyone. Uh, this week's episode of Majestically Awkward, the podcast, is brought to you by Juice. You guys, have you guys heard about <laughs> Juice? Green juice? No, juice. Juice. What, what juice? kind of juice? Like so, apple juice? Like, like, so, all right. like orange. Take a break. <laughs> juice. Uh, this stuff, it, it's like, you know, apples? Yeah. Okay. You used to have to eat them like a yeah. fucking caveman. That's what mm. I eat every morning. You can just drink it. No, what? Yeah. How? <laughs> juice. Get out of town. The juice, juice comes from the apple? It, yeah. Or the orange. Or name a... Name a pineapple? Tell me there's juice. pineapple juice. Yep. <laughs> don't have, you don't have to eat it. Hold on, I'll be right back. I'm gonna it. go get some. All right, uh, juice—the fruit you can eat or you drink. 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 <laughs> Sorry, I, I wasn't. I think they're gonna uh, revoke their sponsorship. Yeah. Oh, shit. We're Lost fired. some money there. All right, well, here's the show. awkward the podcast uh the first segment we're doing here uh well first off let me tell you this is a show uh by socially awkward people mm-hmm. <laughs> for socially awkward people mm-hmm. so maybe they'll feel a little bit less socially awkward uh your hosts maybe. jen gary hello and janine ray hello and on this episode, our first segment is another mom and non-mom discussion uh, about how to react when other people's kids are being shitty. Well, first <laughs> off, my question to you as a mom is yeah. more um, if your kid has a meltdown, which they do. I get. I get. <laughs> and I don't even mean your kid. I just mm-hmm. mean a kid mm-hmm. has a meltdown. First of all, I don't. it doesn't bother me. What can I do to be less awkward about it because I usually end up just kind of standing there and like looking at the floor (laughs) or like telling the parent like it's okay it's okay but I also don't want to be like undermining the discipline that Mm -hmm. you're giving your child so Mm -hmm. tell me for the love of god what do I do I totally you know call the police I kind of I feel like it totally depends on the situation um a lot of times it helps to like crack a joke or laugh it off somehow because for me personally I immediately get into like totally anxiety riddled crazed like everyone's going to be judging me because my kids unruly and acting like a child which is what they're yeah how do I get it across that like I'm not judging you because I feel sometimes like since I don't have kids people with kids think that oh my god she thinks I'm a terrible parent like let me stop this right now and then they get kind of extra anxious and I kind of want the parent to know like it's cool I I totally understand that because sometimes I actually do feel I have felt that way especially with my older daughter who we had when no one else had kids <laughs> that were our friends so i would feel a little bit awkward when we were out in places and she was crying or whining or whatever and i shouldn't have to feel right. awkward and neither kids should you kids. like i think the best thing to do is to try to laugh it off like try to make a joke about the situation that shows that you're not judging right. like I don't even know. I think in most situations, that's the best way. But what does annoy me sometimes is if I'm, like, trying to discipline my kid to get her to, like, get her shit together. (laughs) And someone's like, no, 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 no. Like, whatever you're saying, they say the opposite. Like, that doesn't help because not only does that make me feel more awkward, but it makes them think that they're okay. What they're doing is okay. exactly. Because that's totally me. I'm always like, no, no, it's okay. It's okay. But I don't. No, no, I, I know what you mean. You're, that's not, you I know, don't. It's fine your kid's being shit. <laughs> no, but I, 
I feel and like I don't even mean your your kid is not being shitty. Your kid is being a kid. And yeah, that's fine. No. Yeah, but it's an awkward situation all around because the mom is feeling like, oh my god, everybody's judging me, and you're feeling like, how do I let her know that I'm not judging her? Right. So it's it's a weird. It's I don't even like, know. Do I need a secret like hand signal? Like <laughs> we're okay. <laughs> but then you have to like set it with people that you don't know very well. You have to set it up in advance. Like, listen, if your kid starts acting shitty, and I this is the this sign. We're cool. everything's cool. Like I, I, I always try to laugh it off somehow and make it feel like you turn tomato. Another, face. I t- well, I totally turn red if some if it's my kid. I totally turn red because I'm like everybody's judging me. Everyone thinks I'm a <laughs> shitty mother. But if it's like someone else's kid and we're like out at a store and some kid is having a meltdown in the middle of the store, I usually try to say something to the mom that lets her know like I've been there yeah. and like or like it happens kind yeah. of thing. You know, like not to like take her edge off immediately right like, that's what I usually try to do I can't promise you that that's the right <laughs> thing to do in every situation but it makes me feel better if someone like takes the edge off somehow like right. th- this is a normal kid thing to do like okay. don't worry I'm not judging you because <laughs> I always feel like everyone's <laughs> judging me so that's part of my awkwardness can I tell you and now along a slightly different vein mm-hmm. what do I do or what do you do or anyone if uh the kid's being a fucking dick and the parent's not doing anything and i don't mean like meltdown like they're extra tired i mean mm-hmm. like grade school kid like just being a jerk being like disrespectful being and, yeah. yeah being a bully what do i do if the parent's just chilling and that is i yeah. really don't know the answer to that question because i wonder the same thing myself like if my kids are doing that i would hope that i would say something about right. it but if i her kids are angels by the way yeah. they don't not quite, like but <laughs> but like if my kid was being crappy to another kid on the playground and I didn't realize it and wasn't saying it, like I would be okay with someone being like, "You can't act like, don't yeah, do that. Like, be knock nice." It off. At the same time, if I didn't know what was going on and I heard some kid tell, like some mother yelling at my kid, I would go batshit crazy. <laughs> so like that's why I feel like it's an, a weird, awkward line to walk. Yes. First of all, you don't know if the mom's crazy and you're gonna have to right. unravel all that crazy yeah. on yourself if you yeah. say something. So I find that to be a really hard thing to do. And I feel like sometimes, which is hard if you don't have kids that are there, I try to say things to my kids that is actually saying things to the kid. That makes sense. Like, we have to be nice to other people. (laughs) Let's make sure we're sharing or not pushing or, you know, saying mean words. Don't push smelly Mike or whatever. (laughs) But I feel like that another problem is moms who are nasty to each other yeah I feel like that sort of kind I can of imagine relates. that's crazy I I mean there are so many instances like first of all I don't understand why people go on to Facebook to ask questions <laughs> about parenting because it opens up a whole can like there is inevitably going to be someone who says something really shitty yep. <laughs> about your parenting style but even like the other day so my daughter was just in a school play and the other day I went to pick her up from play practice and one of the moms there, I don't even know what happened. She got into a fight with one of the women who was volunteering and was like, some of us have to work for a living. And I was just so taken aback, like to this woman who is volunteering so that her kid can be in a play. Like she just turns around and says something so nasty. And the woman came back and was like, I actually have two jobs. Thanks. But like, you don't know what anyone's going through. Like you don't know any, 
it, that that drives me crazy. There's no reason for moms to be nasty to each other right. about I, how they I, raise their kids. Like everybody's different. Everyone's going to do things differently. It makes me crazy. And yeah, and I feel like social media probably has a huge part in that because people yes. can anonymously, you know, yeah. hide behind their keyboards and just attack people for no reason really. I mean, yeah. it's more because they're self-conscious about what they're doing, so they feel like I'm going to attack you first before mm-hmm. you can even before think can... about attacking me. Yeah. It makes me crazy. Yes. Speaking of social media and discipline, what what do you think of this new wacko trend where where like parents discipline their kids via social media? Like, yeah. so like the like, dad holding up the picture of the shirt, that like the white t-shirt that says like, oh, my daughter past, stayed out past curfew with her boyfriend. So exactly. she's grounded for three weeks unless this gets like a hundred retweets. Right. Yeah. I mean, I don't, un- weird. I don't understand how that accomplishes anything positive at all. Like I really don't. I, I understand that people think it's funny. I, I don't really get why. Because right. I don't think it's that funny. I really don't. Um, but I don't, I don't know what they think they're going to accomplish by doing something like that because your kids can be pissed and yeah yeah, that that's fine like if they did something wrong you're going to discipline them and they're going to be annoyed by it but that's taking it to a whole other level right especially where that's going to go yeah and especially if they're they're at that like weird tween teen age like that is like mortifying and the, the whole like bullies and social media thing that they deal with to begin with right. if your parents are then bullying you like how do you tell your kids not to bully other kids when you're basically doing that to exactly. them like I don't get that I guess the wouldn't the mortifying aspect of it be the whatever d- deterrent like like n- don't do it again right like don't do this or I'm gonna humiliate you on social media which is like your I, whole thing I, I, mean, I, I guess I but like it. for I me I feel like like I'm supposed to be my kid's safe space like exactly. I'm not supposed to be the one who's like you're their protector yeah you're supposed to be like the yes if they need to be dis- disciplined you should discipline them but you're supposed to be like a safety net like there's no safety in well I'm gonna tell the whole world that you're shitty like I I don't I don't like it yeah but you could go viral. <laughs> yeah and get what that's the thing oh, like know. oh i was on the today show like you know what i mean yeah, like what, what does that do for you i was on like cable news yeah cool now your kid's gonna need therapy for the rest of his life exactly because yeah whatever i have i don't know i'm not feeling it <laughs> yeah i don't get that either yeah well 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 <laughs> not to put a fine point on that but yeah. it sounds like we've reached the end of that um so, yeah, that's the end of that segment. Great. We'll, uh, we'll now enter into a new segment that we're working on. <laughs> seamlessly. <laughs> yes. Perfectly seamlessly. Flawless. Uh, and it's called, is this for real? All right. Welcome to segment two of this folder. week's episode. <laughs> It's called, Is This For Real? This is a segment where I uh, go through a number of topics, uh, and some of them are real, and some of them are made up, and your two hosts have to decide which ones are real and which ones I made up. Uh, This week's uh, topic is romance novels. And before we get into it, I'd like to remind you all that our email is majesticallyawkwardgals at gmail.com, and you can find us on Twitter at awkward gals and at snapchat it's majestically awkward yeah is it yes all right so here we go these are 
I'm going to do six. You guys have to tell me whether you think they are real. So wait, how many are real and how many oh, are fake? Oh, you don't get to, we don't, don't get to know oh, that. Oh, we just have to like blindly guess yeah, what's oh, fake. Yeah, yeah. One at a time? Or? Yeah, okay. yeah, one at a time. You will tell me whether or not you think they are real. Oh, okay. Or should we make little cards so we can hold them up to you? No, you can, you're allowed to talk. Oh, wait, that's, it's not that's visual. How, it's yeah, not, that's how, that's it's how not it works. A video. You are, I promise. We're not on YouTube. <laughs> Good point. Thank Yet. God. <laughs> All right, let's go. All right, so romance novel number one. Title being Accidentally in Love with a God. No, giving you, us the oh, yeah, yeah, okay, okay, yeah, yeah, Of course. Emma Keen is your average city girl trying to get a date. There's just one thing holding her back. The disembodied male voice speaking to her through her mind. Sound kind of crazy? Maybe. But crazy turns downright deadly when the voice persuades her to travel to the wilds of the Mayan jungle. Oh. There she will <laughs> free... I'm ready. I'm just There laughing. she will free his, uh, his body. His incredibly hot muscled naked body <laughs> you're not done oh jesus humans are so frail <laughs> no fun. so undisciplined so susceptible to love and when this ancient being connects with emma the feelings she sparks drive him utterly mad <laughs> protective keep her close never let her go kind of mad which might not be such a bad thing because from the moment the beautiful passionate emma unshackles his body i can't believe this is this still is going on they are hunted at every turn. Now he'll have to do everything in his power to keep her safe. But will it be enough? I feel like you just read the whole damn book. <laughs> well, first of all, I'd like... 100% real, by the way. Well, yeah. Well, I would like to say I went back and forth between thinking it's real or fake. The immediate, My immediate reaction when you said her name is Emma Keen made me think it was real. Because yep, that's me too. totally that a romance totally novel a romance name. romance novel name. The disembodied business made me second yeah, guess a, whether that's that was a real. left turn because that's that's like really out there but i feel like it's so crazy that it's gotta be real i'm gonna go, i'm gonna say real you're both saying real yeah are we right you're both correct yes <laughs> that, that is a real book that exists and that is crazy a whole series of where can we books. buy this about book? emma keen and the disembodied i don't know i didn't look my just, i that just know that there, was a, there was a whole series all right we got it like, we will put a link yeah. in the show notes now for sure don't that will just encourage people to i want people different it. deities that she falls in love with yeah each it's book? like it's like one of them was like Oh, secretly in love with a vampire. Like, it's like a whole... Oh, my gosh. I'm not, I'm not I have to check this out. Yeah. <laughs> this is ridiculous. But I have to say, Emma Keen is what... Yep. Just I agree. for future reference, yeah. like, the oh, names don't are... worry. I did extensive, <laughs> extensive research. And That's for just the like... fake ones, I think we're going to make you, you know, publish these. <laughs> yes. I, I... Make us some cash money. I'm not... Uh, all right. I'll, I'll divulge a few secrets after we okay. go through okay. all of them. Um, all right. I think we have to give a shout out too, right? No, to who? Well, okay, keep going. What the well, author? No, because no, your helper. Oh, no, you no, had no, a little no. help. He's, help me punch it up. <laughs> all right, uh, number two, love comes silently. Caring for a loved one with cancer is tough. Doing it alone is overwhelming, especially when that loved one is a child. But ever since Ken Brighton's partner left him, Ken has spent his days at the hospital with his daughter Hannah hoping for a miracle. Maybe the mysterious care packages that appear for Hannah don't qualify, but they bring a spark of hope into his and Hannah's tired life, and so does Ken's neighbor, former singer Patrick Flaherty. For two years, Patrick hasn't been able to focus on anything but the life he should have had. 
An injury robbed him of his voice, and the idea of introducing himself to new people intimidates him. But over the past months, <laughs> he's watched as his neighbor nursed his sick child, and once he meets Ken, Patrick starts to crave a life with him, a life he isn't sure he can have. These are the longest synop- yeah. book synopsis I've ever heard in my life, I'd like to say first. That's that, a tough one. I mean... <sighs> I feel like that could be a real book. I feel like it could be real, but I don't know if I've seen... Uh, uh, romance novels are generally targeted to women. True. And this one is about two men. Yeah. Which I don't know that I've seen one. That does not mean that they don't exist because right. I've never seen one with like a Mayan god that's disembodied <laughs> talking in a woman's head. So valid. That's valid. Um, I'm leaning towards fake. I'm leaning towards fake too. And I'll tell you why. Because of the second name. What was the second name? Patrick, Patrick Flaherty. Yeah. That one makes me think it's a fakey. Like, like you were trying really hard. I mean, it could also be it could one. Be. It totally could yeah. be one. I feel like the fact that it's two men is what because I've never seen one. Really? I've never seen well, I've never seen a romance novel that's two because they're usually targeted to, towards women. Sure. There might be a whole other offshoot sure that I have no idea. Right, that so, we yeah. don't know about. so let's go. So we're gonna go with fake. fake. We're both going with fake. It's real. Damn! Wow, yeah. Patrick Flaherty. I gotta look this up. Me. That is a real book uh, that I found. It sounded like one. With the care packages. That totally package. almost swayed me into thinking it was real. Well, first of all, that sounds like a really fucking depressing yeah. book. Yeah, I, there were like three paragraphs I cut off oh after that God. second God, these paragraph. Are, how, how are these books big enough to have synopsises that long on the yeah. back? Well, it, it, you're usually, they're usually like well, short little books. Because it cuts out like all the sex scenes, probably. Oh, that's true. And that's right? the, they t- say the, the whole book is sex. Exactly. Yeah. 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 I, wow. All right. Wow. All right. Book three. <laughs> okay. How many do you have here, by the way? Six. All right. All right. Let's go. Midway point. Yeah. One for one and one? No, not the midway point. Well, we're getting. We're almost. We're entering the midway point, point, all right? We're a third of of the way done. You guys know how numbers work. That's cool. All right. One last mark. Notorious Russian underworld assassin and femme fatale. (laughs) Nikita Petrov has decided the world of killing is no longer for her. One last job and she's out. The target, the dashingly handsome Mark Steeply, American so tech so mogul, <laughs> dashingly handsome, whose, whose work with the FBI is threatening to take down the heads of the Russian mob. When Nikita and Mark meet, sparks fly immediately, and she can't bring herself to pull the trigger. Mark wants to run away and hide somewhere so they can spend all their time all over each other. Oh, oh this is so fake. Nikita knows <laughs> they'll never be safe novelist. with the mob after with the mob after them and decides they have to act. Will they be able to keep their hands off each other long enough to take down the mob? You're, you're a <laughs> terrible romance novelist that's fake. Jen? I, I feel like it's probably fake too because there was a lot of stereotypical romance yeah. novel Dashingly handsome is a little yep. stereotypically well, let me, romantic. Let me, the let me, Russian spy named Nikita. Nikita? Come on now. Wait, but let me let me again point out <laughs> some of the other things in the other ones. That means that oh, means wait, we're right. So fake. It, it means fake? we're right. You think it's fake? Yep. I did. I made that one up. I knew did you did. You did. <laughs> Just over a thirty-second period. That it like he's me. defending his romance yeah. novel synopsis. <laughs> Fake. I could be a phenomenal romance novel writer because of how bad all the other ones Fake. are. All right. All right. This one, the next one. So right, we're so we're two, are, and one. two and one. Okay. All right. This next one. It's called Howdy, Ma'am. I already hate it. I already think it's fake. But all right. Well, that's fine. Please continue. All right. 
I don't like cowboys. <laughs> oh no shit. Bull there's rider. There's gonna be horses in there. Mm-hmm. Bull rider Calder McCutcheon. Oh my god. Calder McCutcheon wants to start living again. But this year, he has had a good chance of winning the coveted gold buckle. Oh, my God. This is fake. Knowing he has to I'm ride... Sure yet. Listen. Knowing he has to ride harder, go bigger, or go home. Uh, now, I, I didn't think it was fake at first, but I might think it's fake now. Winning consumes him, but it doesn't take away the pain from a tremendous loss less than two years ago. On a whim, he hires a feisty photographer to travel the bull riding circuit mm. with him for a season. Mm. A little extra publicity can't hurt. And she's easy on the eyes. <laughs> this is so fake. <laughs> Please continue. When he finds himself passionately attracted to her, will this sassy little Italian photographer mm. prove to be... Italians what? aren't sassy. Excuse me. <laughs> when he finds himself passionately attracted to her, will this sassy little Italian photographer prove to be just what his claim to fame needs or a disastrous distraction? Fake. I'm I'm on the fence with this one um, because there were some things that I'm like, mm, that's automatically Listen, fake. And they're then, not terrible fake ones, but I feel like they're not as in-depth as the lengthy I feel like there's other some buzzwords that are making me think it was fake. All right. So let's hear it. Well, he's looking smug. So he is looking real. smug. I know. All, I'm totally all fucking ridiculous. Oh, they, no, they, they totally are. are. I, it's not smug about any one thing. It's I can't. They're all so silly. I I had so much fun looking all true. of these up and writing them yourself. Yeah. yeah. Um, I'm gonna go with fake. But uh, what are you thinking, Jen? I think that I'm gonna go with fank, fake, fank, <laughs> fake because of the sassy so Italian fank. photographer part. But that could. Um, I'm like really borderline with this one, but I think I'm going to go with fake. All right. You're both wrong. It's real. Damn it. Oh, fuck. That one's so bad. That's so stupid. That one's so bad that I thought you came up with that. See, now I really want to look these up so I can see the the covers of them. (laughs) because They're all But I need to see them. Like, they're all going in the show notes because I think everyone needs to see the covers. Wow. Right. Damn. Sorry, Jen. I think Sorry. I swayed no, no. you to think it was fake. No, I liked the, the what what award was he trying to win? The Golden Bill Buckle? The Golden Buckle. That's golden what buckle. made me think he did it. Like that, <laughs> the that Golden Buckle. I know. Buckle. That's why, I, see, and when you were like, oh, that's so fake and so stupid, I was like, I didn't think I could be stupid enough to make it sound fake <laughs> yeah. because they're all so stupid I should have known by with. your smug face that oh, You know what real. else we should have known? There was not enough mention of horses to annoy mm, me because true, I hate true. horses. Uh, so you would have been I like a know, stallion see, tamer. Stal- yeah, something about yeah, but, stallions. You know and I know. I would. That would be a... Oh, that's true. That, okay. That's true. Right? Right, like that's I, true. I guess. Yeah. Carry right. on. Yeah. Book five of six. We're almost done. So what? Wait. How, what's our score now? Uh, two. You even. are two and three two? and one, right? Three, three and one, and she's two and two. Yeah. Am I? Did I say it was real? You said it was real. Or, I don't right? remember. Or did you? No, you're I both think I said, no, you said yeah. I said it was fake. Yeah. You said it was fake. Yeah, so. yeah. Okay. All right, this one. <clears throat> Book five: The Coming of Autumn. But all this, yeah. There's a lot of coming yeah, in the titles yeah. of these books. Yeah. <laughs> Autumn Bradley is your typical millennial hippie. Mm. Autumn Bradley's kind of a romance novel name. All right, Royal go on. She mm. does yoga in the park daily mm. and is a macrobiotic raw vegan. She loves to commune with nature by talking to the trees, but, but she never thought she'd hear back. Shut up. This is fake. <laughs> One magical late summer afternoon after a strange warm breeze. Magical late. late yeah, Autumn could warm swear breeze. she heard a large maple tree ask her how her day was going. This no, is playing no. off of the Mayan deity one before <laughs> As she returned to the tree day after day, their conversations became more involved and more intimate. 
One day, to Autumn's surprise, in place of the tree was a beautiful man <laughs> who called himself Pierre Aubre. What? Pierre Aubre? Pierre Open? <laughs> Aubre means open. What? Come on. Look, he's realized his fatal flaw. He's like, fuck. Aubre actually means tree in French, but... Oh, <laughs> even worse. Fake. What followed was a love... What followed was a love for the ages, but neither of them knew what to do when Pierre became seriously ill as fall arrived. Would they be able to save their love from the coming of autumn? <laughs> Obviously fake. That's fake, but, but really good. But clever. But totally playing off of the Mayan deity, I would just like that to say. That one's actually real. Shut up. No, it's no. not. You're a liar. You're lying. I am lying. Okay. <sighs> I actually... Sorry, I dropped my pen. <laughs> I looked outside of the tree for a second and was like, what... There's a maple tree in the like, backyard. Oh, trees. How like this Autumn. is how stupid. Yes. I was like, you right, almost you know, had me too. I, I was like It literally this? took me 30 seconds to yeah. write that. Oh my god. That was good though. That, that was a I, I'll give you props for that, but <laughs> Don't. That's that's encouraging the other people. That Someone those else people is listening and they're like yeah, Seriously, yeah. you know how much money those people make yeah. out there? Well, look, you let me flesh count? that out yeah. and I'll be do a millionaire. It. Do it. Pun I'll find you an agent. <laughs> flesh that out. Do you right, like the double it. entendre? Right? All right, so now we're we're three and two, right? Uh, no. We're, we got that yeah, right. We said it two. was... Yeah, three and two. Sorry. Yeah. Psh, psh. All right. Smoky ass bitch. <laughs> All right, go on. All right. Uh, this last one. All right, we're ready. Spirit intervention. Hmm. When the spirit world collides with the living, anything that can happen does. Patricia is a mother who refuses to stay out of her daughter's life, even when she dies. Sally can hear her mother, but she can't see her spirit. At first she welcomes her return, but as the months progress, she starts to feel increasingly peeved by her mother's constant interference with her life. When she tells a few white lies on a dating application form, Patricia sets out to prove lies are not a foundation for a healthy relationship. She sabotages Sally's relationship with Emilio to prove her point. Not realizing this her interference real. has caused a catastrophic chain reaction in the spirit world. <laughs> I feel like this should be a lifetime movie. Yeah, it is, is now so down hallmark. to the spirit yes. of Emilio's grandmother to what? put things right. But has Patricia caused too much damage for the two to mend? That's real. That's I that's think that's real. real. Also, I you know what it is? They are so much more in depth with the weird and crazy twists and turns because they're fully fleshed out books. Oh, no. We're, we're going to go. Fake, don't tell it? us it's I fake. That one up. Are no, you, you serious? Oh, oh. Okay, I was going to say. So we won then, right? Four, well, you won. <laughs> yeah, we won. are four and two. We won Let's, to yeah, keep our sure. We did pretty good. Yeah, you won, yes. You won. <laughs> we won. Big winners. Here's yeah. your prize. I really thought that the, the belt buckle one was fake. I'm pretty disappointed in my answer on that one. I'm I'm really enjoying the autumn with the maple tree. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Tim's gonna dress like that is all no, three so later. Literally, the the two that I wrote and made up. It took me five minutes. All right, it's pretty good. That's how stupid this whole genre. And you of, you had us guessing. Yeah, that but that was why I thought it would be fun because I was like, these are so dumb, but just as dumb, if not sort of less dumb <laughs> than some of these other ones. Oh, boy. Ah, that, that was a pretty good segment. I like that. Thank you for introducing us. All right. Well, so that's the end of that segment. And now we're moving on to our 
third segment, which is uh, the metaphorical face metaphorical punch. face punch of the week. This week's metaphorical face punch is brought to you by. <laughs> if I could find my notes, <laughs> the One Million Moms Foundation. Now they're a little offshoot of the American Family Association, and. Um, let me get to their little their little tagline. But basically, they um, they're very heavily Christian, which nothing wrong with that. A little religion in your life, whatever you're into. Uh, but they a little Monica in your life. Uh, wow, well, that number fell. five. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, don't oh encourage it, please. Please, no more talking for you this episode. <laughs> <laughs> basically, they're on a mission. The the one million moms to keep our kids. Uh, morality intact and they do this by really attacking things on television and like trying to um, contact sponsors on shows that they think are are bad and all this stuff so right now their their big campaign is to boycott the Disney Channel because of this particular show and I'm I don't know too much about it. I just read about it. It's called Andy Mac. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you've heard oh, of it. You watch it. Our kid. Actually, I watch it with the girls every episode. <laughs> okay, so you, yeah, you're you just know. as you're I'm just, just as, as into it as they are. <laughs> so apparently, they're featuring a gay character, mm-hmm. and the One Million Moms Foundation, or whatever they're calling themselves, uh, they're seeking to to get that off of there because they do not think that uh, anyone should be subjected to seeing a gay character on a children's show. Also, all the Lou Bega heads out there, feel free to write in to Majestically Awkward Gals. Please correct us if you want to hear more about Mambo Number, number Five. Because yeah. I'm personally pretty annoyed. All right, well, that we shut you down. Back to what we were talking yeah. about. <laughs> so yeah, they they deserve my metaphorical face punch because um, I feel like gay people exist. Mm-hmm. That that's a fact. Um, and shielding your children from the fact that that gay people exist. Is, is a insane. impossible? Yeah, and insane. Sorry. Um, there's nothing wrong with being gay. No. P.S. And uh, I think you're, you know, by by shielding your kids from the existence of gay people, um, you're really missing out on an educational opportunity to explain what it is while they're at a younger age. And not have them fear. Not have them be shitty people who exactly. say horrible things exactly. to people. But the who, problem is, those are the horrible, shitty people that would say that horrible their things. Kids are, so yeah. they think they're shielding them from. No, I that whole thing. I knew immediately when we watched the episode where the kid were okay. So it's an it's it's a show where it's a bunch of kids who are like they're tweens. Yeah, they're tweens. They're middle like school, 13, right? right? They're, yeah. Um, and one of the characters, and I I had a feeling this was the plotline that was coming for a while now, and I was kind of excited about it actually because I feel like why would you shield? It's a real life. If kids are watching exactly. shows, like, I don't understand why they have to be, everything has to be sterilized. I don't get it. There are kids who have families with two moms and two dads. Right. There are kids, know, know plenty of people who right. have two moms or two yeah. dads. And it's ridiculous to, like, let's hide that away in the corner because we're not going to talk about that. Like, are you kidding? There, what is there to hide away in the corner? People are living their lives. Right. Like, I, I don't, I don't understand thinking that kids should not be exposed, like, it's i have no words for this well i mean think so gay marriage was legalized here how long ago a couple years ago i mean no nothing i don't know what year 
but, but nothing's ha- right like right. there was such an uproar about it, and it the society is going to crumble I mean but nothing's like give me a break it's it's affected zero people's lives negatively exactly that's maybe, that's maybe what I don't get gay people in bad marriages that now have to get divorced but right. like but that I, I don't understand welcome to the club I guess <laughs> right I mean, it has no effect on your life whatsoever exactly. like why does it have to be a thing like I don't and I also like okay okay you are in that camp where you don't think your child should be exposed to learning about people other that people are gay. yeah don't let your kid watch it yeah if that's how you feel right and well then don't let your kid out in the world exactly right? exactly <laughs> exactly what it I mean come on what are they gonna do if they see you know a gay couple holding hands or, or whatever. They're going to shun the their child. having to explain. Oh, well, that guy loves that guy. Yeah, and I got to exactly. tell you, my kids, neither of them, both of them watched it, my 11-year-old and my 6-year-old, and neither of them batted an eye. They were exactly. just like... Because the, kids don't care. No, because there's not... The, it's pe- two people who like it, like people who like each other. What is wrong with that? What, like there's, there's literally nothing wrong with, nothing wrong with it. Um, yeah, I, I don't even know. My My youngest was just like... All she, all she said was, oh, that's funny. They like the same boy because it's the main girl character has a crush on this boy. And one of her best friends reveals that he also has a crush on this boy. And he didn't realize it until he found out the boy liked the girl and whatever. Right. She was like, oh, that's funny. They like the same boy. Like, I don't understand. Right. I don't, I just don't, I don't get the whole thing. Well, I mean, I think, you know, the it all boils down to knowing someone, right? Like, that's generally how it how change happens. What do you mean? Like, oh, if you... Like, like Dick Cheney, who, you know, Darth Vader of the early, <laughs> of the early knots, right? And then all of a sudden his daughter was gay. Knots. That's, you know it's I know, aughts. I know. Aughts? Oh, Not knots. What were the knots? I don't know. Yeah, I think the knot is fake. Let me check. No, that's actually real. Good try. Checking in that romance novel. Yeah. It's actually the sequel to the coming along. <laughs> the knots. The knots. Uh, but no, I mean, and then all of a sudden his daughter was gay, and it was like, oh, maybe they're not awful people. I think right? you're right. Like, I think and, I think they don't see them as people until someone they know comes out, and they're like, oh wait, and, and oh wait, I mean, that's a real person. Which is why kids should be exposed right. to all sorts of people because it's not something they're going to bat an eye. It's a person. Like I. I, I can't even formulate a sentence about this because I don't – it makes me angry. It makes right. me really well, angry. And I – so I have an aunt who was the executive director of the Gay and Lesbian Alliance Against Defamation for almost a decade, I think. Mm-hmm. And so I, I was exposed from a very young age to the the concept of it and it never it, – They don't blink an eye. Right. I mean it never it, – it never – it's people. Yeah, it's I mean, just people living and, their and, life. And like, her partner, my aunt Eileen, uh, they had, and then they had three wonderful children, and it never, never seemed like anything was off to me. I mean, it's just like, oh, okay, it's another and family, it, like, and yes, and but I, I think you know, people hear horrible things and then think horrible things, and until they see, so, if you're in a place where it's suppressed and discouraged or you know people are like beaten for it then yeah horrible things are gonna happen right and that's why stupid shit like this happens about a silly little disney show where a a boy likes another boy i know that's annoying to me i just feel like there should be more diversity in everything not less diversity in everything especially things that 
Let Little people kids know see. what happens <laughs> elsewhere in the oh, world. That's yeah. all. Well, now I'm depressed. I know. <laughs> well, on that note, that's going to do it for this uh, episode of Majestically Awkward, the podcast. You can catch us on uh, Twitter, Twitter, Twitter at, at Awkward Gals. Awkward Gals. Or email us, majesticallyawkwardgals at gmail.com for uh, thoughts, uh, ideas for any future segments you might want to hear. You might want to hear me make up stuff about, I don't know, who knows what. What do you, yeah. what do you want to see me research and then uh, mock and then see if they can tell the difference. <laughs> um, and what do we have What do we have for next week, gals? We have, we're talking about male versus female marketing, which is really hilarious to us. We, yeah. we get a really big kick out of it because it's interesting and uh i am going to go ahead and hit them up with another is this for real segment uh about horror movies yes i know nothing about horror movies they scare me (laughs) i hate them (laughs) that's so weird (laughs) but i hide from them i I will not watch horror movies so this is gonna be interesting one to me all right well that's gonna do it (laughs) all right later y'all bye